what it is, what it is. You know what it is. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Hashtag the podcast for the rest of us. It's me, your boy, the sarcastic criminal hip hop king of the north and the three eyed raven of rhyme. It's me, Great Pharaoh, and I'm joined by the profound conqueror, the mumbling mushroom, terrible suit king. We got Bentley Bug in the building with fresh, raw, uncut tiramisu, and I really think that that's code for something else. Bentley Bug in the building. What's good with you, Bentley Bug? What's been going on? Which yo, you just don't stop. <laughs> you don't want to want something? You got just, raw tiramisu, uncut. I think it means something I'm, I'm, different now. I'm just saying. I'm doing my thing. I'm doing my thing. I got so I got my tiramisu. I like so I like tiramisu, right? I like. I like uh like authentic tiramisu. And my wife, she likes a bunch. She likes any tiramisu. She can get her hands on. But I like authentic tiramisu. When I find something that's pretty authentic, I, I fuck with it. But so now, you get your tiramisu like imported direct from like France or wherever it's from, it's from. Or Italy, yeah. wherever it's from. It's straight yeah. import. Exactly. Straight import. Balling. Balling. <laughs> so, but the tiramisu I'm eating tonight is not a straight import. Um, I get it from Whole Foods. Cause, cause I ain't feel like traveling all the way to get the the um the imported junk. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. So, anyway, so I got my tiramisu. Um, I've been listening. I've been. I've been I th- things have been good here, man. Um, uh, the weather's been terrible. Well, kind of terrible. Um, my cousin graduated from a uh, college with her. Um, uh, well, not from college, but she graduated from uh medical school. Basically, so she's a doctor now. Fucking awesome. Dope. Um, my family came down last weekend, so we, you know, it was it was it was a good it was a good look. My wife's mom is coming down next weekend, so you know it's, we're still busy. Oh, that's dope! Um, that's dope. The thunderous Swami's mom is coming down. Right, right. right. We had the, uh, the Young Jazz Festival down here in Atlanta this weekend, so we did that. That was dope. Um, so yeah, we we we've been doing a bunch of stuff. Um, what I've been what I've been listening to. Uh, surprisingly, I've been listening to August Alcina. Really? I have no idea. It just popped in my head, and I've been jamming to that. I mean, other than the Pusha, I've been, I've been jamming. Uh, other than Pusha, um, Duffy. Duffy. Oh, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's pretty much what I've been doing, man. All right, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, we are also joined by the Visual Overlord. The hot 16 spitter. Food for your soul. We got soul in the building. Soul, man, what's good with you? What's been going on? What you been listening to? What's going on? What's going on? Thank you for having me again, ladies and gentlemen. Um, You know, honestly, man, it's just been the same old shit. Just a different day, yo. Just trying to get through. Things have been going good. I'm enjoying this beautiful, beautiful uh, three-day weekend. That the that the Lord of my job has blessed me with, so I thank them both for that. Um, as far as what I've been listening to, there's been there's been so much music. Great, I'm actually getting kind of sick of it. Oh hell in, yeah, in a good way. Dump. Another you album. Know what I mean? Dump. Yeah, there's another album dump this week where we just got yeah, flooded yeah. with more than we could actually handle. Yeah, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go into too many. I'm only gonna cover a couple. And then I'll probably run back to a couple more later on in the uh, in the next show or so. But uh, I'll give you the few that I went through. I went through a uh, little baby's new album that dropped this week, Harder Than Ever. Um, on first listen, I gave it a three point a three out of five. It was fun. 
I was actually pleasantly surprised. Surprised. He has a couple of good tracks on there. He has a track with uh, Drake on there that's pretty good. He has a track on there with uh, Lil Uzi Vert that's not bad. Okay. Okay. Spin. It ain't bad. He's he's a higher tier of the mumble rappers that have come out. Recently. I like higher tier. I like that. Can you explain? Yeah. Higher tier mumble rap. <laughs> like like pinkies in the air mumble rap, drinking tea mumble rap. Is that what like, we're talking? Like if they were steps on like a staircase. Yep. And everybody else was like one step below little baby. Little baby would be that step above. He's, it's not a crazy gap, but he's. You can tell the difference. Um, Dan Bando, he's in he's in the suburbs. Got you. Oh yeah, yeah, his Bando's in the suburbs. He he, he doesn't have a band. He doesn't have broken in lights. He has he still has like chandeliers, but not gotcha. real ones with candles. The ones with like the little like dollar store light bulbs. Makes sense. The little dollar store light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Trick Daddy dropped the album as well. Doug mentality. Still, he sticks with the same theme. Yeah, he's too old for that, man. It's like let that go. I gave it a, I gave it a two point three out of five. His, his bars were good. Beats were tough. It just sounded really dated. Cause it probably ain't shit but old material. Yeah, it's probably old stuff. Probably super. (laughs) Probably. He's on his Tupac shit releasing shit he hasn't recorded in twenty thirty years. Um. Kyle, Kyle dropped his album Light of Mine very good, a couple of really dope solid tracks, he's definitely uh, more refined now than his uh, more previous project and I like that, a little more somber I guess that's just the world we're living in today, uh, I gave it a 3.6 out of 5, uh, you should listen to it it's pretty dope that's what's up and then uh, ASAP Rocky, the last one I'm covering since it dropped, uh, it dropped most recently he dropped uh, Testing his newest album. I thought he was gonna follow the ASAP theme with this one, but I guess he's uh trying something different, and that's putting it lightly. I gave it a question mark out of five because I only gave it one spin so far. It's uh question mark out of five. That just sounds bad. <laughs> it's different. He uses a lot of different source material for his samples and his production, and it's really hard to intake, especially off my potato of a phone. I need to put it in some speakers and like really like invest my ears into it you feel me yeah yeah but like from what i kind of sort of heard it's okay it's different but it's okay oh no that's what's up that's what's up that's what's up that's it all right now man that's that's for me man i'm just listening to uh listening to push your tea listening to that drake diss man because that shit is just amazing (sighs) that shit was just amazing and then uh, started playing Nick Grant's new joint. Y'all know I, I, I stand I stand for Nick Grant. His album Return of the Cool was super dope. And now he's got his Dreaming Out Loud. Uh, Dreaming Out Loud. I listened to a couple tracks off it so far. It's pretty dope so far. Um, yeah. I think Nick Grant is a real old school style with a uh, real like old school new, like he's a, he's a perfect he's perfect for what what this generation needs. Let me just say it like that, and I, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling Nick Grant for that. You know what I mean? And then yo, it's just one track uh, by Ella. Was it Ella May? Booed up. Oh my god. What do you mean? Oh my I god. Everybody love that <laughs> right now. 
Everybody loves that track right now. Bruh, that, this track is the motherfucking track. Boy, I tell you, man, that shit had, this shit goes. And it's gonna keep going forever. Cause this joint goes. This is gonna be the summer anthem. Like, I can see it already. Cause this shit goes. It's real catchy melody and shit like that. It's super tough. And then, yo, have y'all seen the video for Be Careful? Cardi B? Nah. She takes no. the, uh, the, um, the Kill kill Bill theme to her video. Yeah. Super dope. Really? Yeah. Yeah, she, she, she like, does the Kill Bill theme, uh, with the whole wedding scene for, from Kill Bill. Yeah. Okay. She, she revisits that with the Deadly Viper Assassin Squad and all this kind of shit. Super dope. So, uh, like I said, Cardi B, just being real creative with her, getting creative with her visuals, man. They're giving her a, I like that. She, uh, she's really, uh, impressing me. Even though she's pregnant with Offset's baby. Yeah. I mean, it was a perfect, it was a perfect opportunity to shoot a video like that. She's already pregnant. Don't gotta do no makeup for that. Like, can't be too mad at her ingenuity. Yeah. Yes, I can, and I am. Anyway, Bug Man, what's up? <laughs> Good, Bug Man. What you got, man, for this week in hip hop? All right, man. So, this week in hip hop. First thing that caught my ear, well, not the first thing, but one of the things that caught my ear was this stupid ass interview with Jake Cole and Lil Pump. Uh, Have y'all seen it? Uh, <laughs> oh, I heard about that interview. God, I haven't seen that stupid shit yet. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what he was getting at with doing this. I mean, like, was he trying to get at where he ain't got no, no, um, no hard feelings for dude because he got through. He got that that thing through in the song 1985. Yeah. So I don't know what I don't know what he was trying to get get across with the interview, but it was not good. It was a horrible. <laughs> in, oh my god! It's, that interview was is... he was he trying was he trying to say was he trying to make it known that little pump can't interview is that what he wanted to get across i feel, I feel like it i feel like it does this whole interview was just to show the purpose that jay cole was out here playing chess when all these new motherfuckers are playing checkers yeah it's like it was it was it was, it was, it was, it was terrible it was horrible for what i for what i watched i didn't even finish it because i was like i can't just this is just bad yeah like that bad yeah it, it, it was it just yeah, lean is a yeah. is a terrible drug. I mean, because he cause he, he he can't eat like he can't interview, bro. He can't. He can't look like he can. <laughs> nah, I mean, they just some of these cats. You just gotta let them just. I don't know what it is. Like I don't know. What, like some of these cats, you just gotta let them just like be. You can't put them in a structured atmosphere like that because they just can't no. function. No, you can't. You you gotta let them say catchphrases and shit. Yeah, you, know you got. Yeah, you gotta let them. The only thing they're good at is saying catchphrases and like real cool ass shit. Like fuck out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We out here, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like that's you put them in that shit. They look cool as fuck. But if you ask them a regular ass question, bro, that's it's over. How, well, how you doing today? Oh, uh, 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 <laughs> trying to get attention and gain followers and fans. Yeah, man. So. That, that shit was crazy. terrible. That whole setup was terrible. I I, I was kind of mad at J Cole for even entertaining it. But Jay, so J Cole was running the interview, and dude was just sitting like 
Dude was just dude, I felt like dude was just sitting there listening to J. Cole talk the whole time. Because <laughs> you know, so like I listened to a bunch of it, just like just just listen to it, just straight up. And I was like, I didn't hear this dude talk. Like maybe one or two words here and there. And then I was like skipping, skipping, skipping. And I was like, shit. Like, does he say anything? <laughs> nope. They're yeah. probably cooking the whole time. Yeah, he was drinking something the whole time. Yeah, I was say he was linked. I think he was linked out like that for that whole day. Know, like bro. he was just faded. I said this one. I said this. Yeah, I mean, but yeah. So what else? What else we got? On, that. What else we got on there? Um, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, he had a he had a um he had a show and he invited his fan on stage to uh, sing words to one of his songs. The fan was white. Yes, yes. And uh, the lyrics uh, had the N-word in them, and the fan was, you know, actually reciting the N-word. Um, Kendrick came out and stopped the, stopped the young lady. Um, and then they, they started up again. I think she ended up saying it again. <laughs> so, like, the internet was a buzz this week. Like, you know, whose fault was it? Was it Kendrick's fault? Or was it the, um, the you know, the, the woman's fault? For even saying it, and but well, well I'll, I'll get y'all opinion on that first before I spit. You damn sure will. Don't <laughs> <laughs> forget your opinion, then. <laughs> Not for nothing. Now that I know the full context, at first I was mad at the girl because, like, yo, you should have known better. But Kate, I set her up for failure. You knew the lyrics to his song, and not everybody has that that ability to sit there to like quick edit out a word in a rap they just say it how they how they replay it in their mind I feel like Kid I set her up for failure he knew he was doing he ain't cool for that yeah, he still got the bars though for, for me man I, I originally I originally wanted to um I really wanted to find blame in her I really really did but um I could go to parties, I'll, I'll go to parties, I'll go to clubs, I'll go to concerts with white folks, and if we're in the crowd, and I'm I'm jamming, and let's say, uh, you know, some shit comes on, and the N-word is, is playing, I'm honestly, if I'm hyped up, I'm honestly not gonna give two shits if you're saying it, and we in the crowd, so, I, I, if I would say I would give two shits now, if I'm hyped up, and you're spitting the bars, cause Kendrick bought you on stage, to me, I feel like almost like it would be hypocritical if I got upset for that. Right. Like Kendrick bought you once. Like if we was in the crowd and in this uh and I don't know what's that has that has nigga. Wow, I can't even think of one. Uh, um, I don't know some song you know boom 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 nigga nigga nigga. If we in the crowd and all of a sudden that's all that's what everybody's saying that I. That to me, you're doing exactly what the artist intended, losing yourself in the music. Right. Yeah, you know I mean, you're 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 just you're just spitting you're just spitting words and verses just like um just like the artist is. You're spitting his words, his verses. They're not those aren't your words. I'm not going to condemn you for words that aren't yours. They're not your words. You're singing Kendrick's words. She was singing or reciting. Kendrick's words. Kendrick asked her, "Hey, come up here. Do this. I can't be mad at her." 
it would be hypocritical for me to say I'm mad at her. Oh, I'm mad at her. Why did Kendrick stop her? Why did Kendrick stop her when she said it? He knew the lyrics to his own verse. Set that poor little white girl up for failure, man. Yeah. This little white girl had to end up deleting like her Instagram and everything off of some shit that she had no malice over. If she's just spitting the bars, she's just spitting the bars. I love Kendrick. She's excited. I could imagine she's probably excited as shit. Oh damn, I'm gonna stay to Kendrick Lamar. Oh shit. You know what I mean? That's come on, man. Don't be mad at her. Ain't no ain't nobody's at fault. I'm not even gonna say Kendrick's at nobody's at fault. It just shit just happens. And some motherfuckers we really do just gotta lighten up. I think, she, I think she got herself in it, man. I've never seen I've never seen a racist at a hip hop concert that would that was willing to go up on stage and spit bars. Nope. I I I get that I get that theme I get that what you just said I just don't I just think she got herself at it I think she got she got to know that she got stuff. So first of all, she got herself at it at fucking home. She got to know that. That that shit shouldn't even be in her fucking see, spirit. No, that's, I'm that's, so, see, that's not that's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. It's I'm good. Just not, not fair. So now you telling people <laughs> how they how they gotta be in their own life. Yeah. So basically, we do it. We we we, we, we do it in any any other situation. We tell them. So now, if can't we do it, if we don't want them using the way, see, this is why. See, this is why every other fucking week I give up the N word because of conversations it's, like it's this. Hard. It's hard. It's this hard. is why every other fucking week we can't expect them to not use it, but but they hear it from us every other fucking word in a rap song. We cannot be mad at them for using it. How or how mad can we really get? I understand you can't be mad. How mad can you really get when we've commercialized this word and we now create the cultures that vibrate throughout the world? You have to use it for commercial purposes. It has to be in a rap song. It has to be in a rap song. If you're saying it in a rap song, it gets a pass, but you only get a couple of those in my presence. Sure. You say, hey man, I like that song too, but don't sing it around me, right? I mean, it, it, as I said, every, everybody's different. And for me, it's just that that's still the age-old problem. So you know what? I'm going back to not using the N-word because every every time I think, well, let's say, let's say I got you at work, for example. Um, every time, every time, uh, every time I, every time you say that, I always think of the whole uh, situation where um, we never know what you really mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we never. We never know. I never know when I'm gonna be a nigga to you. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, shout, shout, shout out to CY. Uh, yeah. I never know when I'm gonna make you mad enough that I'm not gonna be something. a nigga. I'm gonna turn into a nigger. Exactly. And so that's why you can't say. It. I, so I feel you on the whole thing. I feel you on the whole thing of, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to say it and whatnot. It's it's hard to you know justify it and. You ask all yourself all the questions. But no, and but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm only I'm only saying I I give motherfuckers slack in terms of music. That's it. Like I'm I don't expect no white person can ever walk up to me and say, "Oh, what's good, my nigga." Never ever. But if we're in a con, like I said, if we're in that kind of setting, mm-hmm. and it's just going and we're going bar for bar, and it's just I'm not gonna expect for you to now. Be conscious enough to self because I want you to lose yourself in the bars just as much as I have. 
So you just can't be mad at them at that point. That's what I'm saying. But now, now I'm, I'm, I don't expect at the end of the show if they walk in, I go, my nigga, that was fly. I'm, then I'm going to still have to check them. Like, no, 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 no. That you got it for the bars. Not, not for life, though. Not for regular dialogue. Yeah. And that's how you got to check them. Like, look, dog, I let, you, can, you can let that shit slide for the bars because we was in the concert. Now, in life, that needs to be out of your vocabulary. That just shouldn't be part of your regular dialogue. That is part of your, your we in the concert, we lost in the music dialogue. Yeah, I can't rock with that. That's not me. But, <laughs> you, you know, a full concert and fight if a white person says the N-word by you both? I, um... You got that big black dude. Uh, what do you call him? Ra- Rasm- what's, it, what's his security guard's name? Rasmataz? What you say his name was? <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't think I've been. So, if I, so, I don't think I've been in a, a club or a concert uh, around white folks and they've been say, saying nigga. I don't think I've. Like, if I have, I don't. I didn't realize. Well, it's different when you're in the VIP box. But I mean, like, for his regular... I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure I, uh... Pretty sure I've been around. Pretty sure somebody said something, but I didn't hear him. So. Yeah, it must be. And not to say... And not to, not, not, to, not to say... Not to say I'm the one... I'm that dude that's gonna, you know, go crazy. You know what I'm saying? On everybody, on, I'm, I'm Mr. Pop Off. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not that guy, totally. But um, oh, that's just you know, Bug has the shooters. <laughs> you got Mr. Pop Off on. I just don't think. I just don't think I would. I just don't think I would dig it too much, man. Uh, nah, that, no, no, that's okay. Let's, 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 let's switch gears real quick. Yeah, let's keep, let's I, get light. I got a couple more topics. Yeah, I got a light one. That I got a uh, a different one. Right, so, um, a little light topic, man. My boy, my boy, um, Black Thought, yeah, is uh dropping something. I don't know what it what? is yet because I haven't listened to it. Wait, what? Yeah, a solo so, project. I don't know if it's a solo project. It's, so it's called Streams of Thought Volume One. It's mm. him and Ninth Wonder. Oh, right. I don't know what this is, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what. I don't know. I don't know what project this is, but it has June first, twenty eighteen, on it. I, so I don't know what it is. So I hope right. it's a project. I hope it's a. Uh, <laughs> I hope it's an album. <laughs> I can't wait. Black Thought yeah. with Ninth One. Oh my God, that's a nasty. So, yeah, so I really I haven't really looked mm-hmm. too much further into it, other than like some of the posts and you know social media stuff I've seen because I've been I've been doing so much this weekend and and I had to get into this uh get into this uh Pusha T and everything and and then Drake kind of took over everything um but yeah so that you know that I, I I just I just heard about it and I was like I can't wait for that June 1st I'll be looking out for that so everybody check that June 1st look out for that definitely I can't wait yeah that's my boy right there. But anyway, no, number one. Uh, last one before we get to the piece de resistance. Um, Spotify, you remember, remember them? They uh, put out their hate content, hateful conduct policy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I said. I think I said it was risky business. It's stupid. It's stupid. They should have just said fuck R. Kelly. That's what they should have did. Now, now they got cats like Kendrick Lamar saying, "Hey, we're gonna pull our music if y'all don't." Back that shit up. Yep. 
Because okay. yeah. under, yeah, under that policy, every pretty much every everybody. artist and every act everybody can now should now not be allowed on Kendrick Lamar shouldn't be allowed on playlists. Eminem yeah. should not be allowed on playlists. Taylor everybody. Swift should not be allowed on certain playlists. Like you, you, you have you have created a grounds to basically censor all of music, anything anything you want to send and like it's just too yeah. much like no that's just, that, that's, that you're, you're opening a can of worms that spotify yeah. was not prepared for yeah and that's why you can't be politically correct say what you mean mean what you say you don't fuck with r kelly if you think the me too movement is gonna is is, is targeting r kelly and you agree with the me too movement and you don't agree with r kelly then say fuck R. Kelly and keep it moving. Stop trying to make it politically correct where you can't, where you, you know, you ain't got to deal with nobody's backlash or some shit. Word up. And that that's kind that's kind of what I thought. I was like, this shit's dumb. Chris Brown needs to should have been out of there. You know what I'm saying? They they gonna do R. Kelly and XXX. Chris Brown need to be out of there, but fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like Michael Jackson going to eventually get up out of there too. Not Michael, man in the mirror, if Michael. Really? No, I mean, I mean, eventually. Now nah, they talk about the lyric. They talking about the content and the music. I don't think they're gonna go. They they not gonna go after people. But 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 they put the XXX because of his um, the content in his music. Yeah, no, they went to him for his um for his uh, allegations. For his allegations, but they have, but they're yeah. just they want him for his allegations, but their justifications is the content in his music. So why they get R. Kelly for the content in his music? Right now, his music speculates that he's talking about underage girls. Seems like you're ready. So it's exactly so for them, they can justify. Oh, we think along with the allegations, his music goes along with the allegations so we gotta get this cat up out of here yeah man I, yeah I, that's why it's, it's too it's too slippery of a slope for me i'm sorry i still i still uh bump uh tp2000 every once in a while yo i wish is my jam i don't fuck with R. kelly at all good album that tp yeah, he, he, yeah so he got a lot of good shit man I mean, tp2000 yeah. was, was was the shit man <laughs> i'm still so bad Oh, also, also that motherfucker he got on fucking social media this week talking about it's too late to beat me they should have did this shit 30 years oh, ago yo, I see, yo I see that oh, oh man God. you just gonna admit to this oh. shit now oh. word up I oh, seen that man. I said so you just gonna admit to this shit now oh I was like no yeah. R-, R. Kelly he All was right. on one with that he was definitely on one with that <laughs> so anyway um, last one, man. The big one. Your boy Drake, man. Champagne Poppy. Uh, All right, so uh, somebody in the industry gotta do something about him. I mean, so I was never a big Drake fan, right? I didn't really like Drake. I respect Drake now because of Back to Back. I like. I really have lots of love for Drake because of that song. I started liking him. Um. And uh, you know, he's he's doing it again. Like, <laughs> like it makes me think that he got something for everybody. As fast as he's coming out with stuff, and um, like the 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 quality of it, 
<laughs> yeah, like, like and I know mastered and everything. This track was I know, done. I know it was ready. Let me, don't I don't want anybody to get me wrong. I know Drake is good. I know he got a silly amount of talent. He's probably if he's not one of if he's not the most talented uh, hip hop artist, he's one of the most talented like all around hip hop artists, right? Yeah. Um. So like, I got mad respect for Drake. I, I, I even when I didn't like him, I had lots of respect for his craft and what he does and how he does it. Um. Still, I just can't believe he bodies. He he's like bodying people like he's doing it. <laughs> All I ever, I just can't help but whenever he does, when he did shit like back to back, and then he came out with Duffy, all I think about is like the ultimate hater song that he put out in Marvin's room. And I just think like this is the same dude, like this is the same guy. He put out Marvin's room, and then he could put out something like Duffy, where he annihilates not just pushes teeth. He just, he just demolishes Kanye. I'm like, oh my god. What did he say? Uh, I told Father to stretch my hands and couldn't imagine. Like, like what was? Oh my god. That Father stretched my hands bar was just like, wow. This dude is uh, just merciless. I don't. I don't know. So, so you said you said uh, push got 24 hours. Yeah, push, push, push fucked up. He took, he's taking too long. Push ain't pushed so, up yet. He fucked so up. He just, his album, his album just, just dropped. Bro. If you watch his Power 105, I know what you're gonna say. He's got time because his album just dropped. I, I, I watched the Power 105 one, uh, um, interview. And he basically said he ready. He said he ready, but he didn't. But like, I, I listened to a bunch of cats saying, oh, he's talking big, big crap on a. Uh, on Power 105, it was regular. It was he like it was like one or two lines he said about Drake. On but they were serious interview. ass lines. I'm gonna give him that. They were they were serious lines. But here's the simplest thing: they asked, and he basically let he basically said, "Yo, I'm ready if he wants it. If he wants smoke." So if you ready, if you want smoke, you got 24 hours. You basically admitted that you ready. So once Drake dropped the response, your ass should have had your ass should have had one out before fucking midnight because he dropped his response by by lunchtime. Right, he trying to get yeah. his he trying he trying to focus on his album. Let him, let the man get let the man take the weekend. Nope. he gonna respond no, tomorrow. No, because responses is what's gonna tomorrow. push his album. The response is what's gonna push his album. Because everybody's going to go want to hear exactly. infrared to see why Drake put out Duppy, to see why Pusha T put out the next one. No mercy. <laughs> no mercy, bruh. This beef has the potential to be Jay and Nas beef. I need to hear bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. These two have the lyrical talent that it should be Jay and Nas level type. It could be pretty monumental. He said you're not even top five in your own, as far as your own label goes. Yeah, that's that's like, ooh. Hey, come on. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he went in. No, I'm surprised he went in on Ye the way he went in on Ye. Of course, yeah, everybody wants to go. Of course, he's gonna go in on Ye because Ye, I, I'm, I'm like, surprised. because you really, really can't go in. Wonder why? Because he doesn't really have the ability to go in on Pusha T the way that he would want to. Yeah. 
the biggest thing he said about Pusha T is, is what he say? It was your um. I talked to your brother. It was your brother, your cousin, and you. So yeah. you just yeah. you just talked about shit that you seen, not the shit that you do. So okay, so you talked about shit he saw and shit that he did. Like that was the biggest dish you had on Pusha T. Yeah, that he was a part of a group of niggas doing wrong. But oh, he could talk about so... Kanye because that's the real beef. You're mad at me for having for using a ghostwriter, quote unquote. But everybody knows Kanye's probably one. Everybody's written for Kanye. Rhyme Fest. Rhyme Fest was the guy. Rhyme Fest, then Consequence, yeah. then fucking, um... Sci High. Push a T wrote shit for... Like, everybody writes for Kanye. So it's like, dude, you can't even be mad that he's yeah. gonna go after Kanye when that's who you actually... You know I mean? You, it's like you said, how you gonna be mad for what I did when the dude that you signed to comes to me? <laughs> and then him printing out... Him printing out the fucking, um... The invoice to send a good music, bruh. I see. I, I that was that was bullshit. I was like, yeah, I was like, you should. I mean, that was I get perfect. it. It's funny. That's just it's like funny. that's just like but when Drake stuff. um was doing the charity baseball game after he put out that first disc record charged up. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. had the little battery symbol on his back. Yeah. That, it's the mm-hmm. same that same level of just little itty bitty petty. That's like that's like yeah. baby petty. Like I'm gonna just do this. This this. To sprinkle it out there just to see how far it goes so i want to know how did he do this beat bro like this beat is like like he put like he did this beat is amazing to me i can listen to this beat all day oh hell yeah, yeah. i'm like how, like that shit must have been playing when he heard infrared <laughs> oh that he just said put that beat on put that beat on put that beat back on <laughs> i need that I'm about to go in on this beat. Put that WB back on. I need this. Run it, for, run it back from the beginning. I just left over by y'all putting pen to the sheets. Like, damn. Like, I just came from over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a crazy hit. Yo, I just hope to God that Kanye's album don't have no Drake features on. No, no, that's the thing. Kanye's album does have Drake that's shit on. That's what I'm saying. It. Like, I'm saying oh, now he has to go back and he has to take off whatever Drake features he had on his album. Has to not yeah. be on that album. You cannot now have yeah. Drake on that album. Like, I just, I just find it insane. And, and Kanye's album comes out Friday. Comes out tonight or this week, this Friday. Yeah. Is it Kanye this it's Kanye this Friday and then it's um ain't next week the uh Kid C Ghost. Yeah. Ah. yeah. See? So yeah. So dude Kanye said comes out on Friday. It's like if he gotta remap his whole album because of this Drake shit, bruh. Bruh. This, this is about to be great. <laughs> Should be alright. But he 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 had a bunch of really clever, really clever things on this on this on this uh, on this uh, this record. We talked about Virgil and holding. Like talk about Virgil. Yeah, 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 that was a dope ass bar. AJ, now you see, now you see, uh, Kanye's own company is trying to separate ties from Kanye. Don just trying to separate oh. ties from Kanye. I'm like, damn. How that's yeah. your company and they trying to say, nah, he does his thing over there, like. <laughs> I just, I just feel bad. Like, you can't deny me. Yo, I think, um, I think, uh, I think, um, 
push is gonna come out or something. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be too late because he's already done. No, it's not. It's not gonna be too late. I mean, time is already bad. The weekend's over. Yo, we need to be bumping some some a Pusha T diss record on fucking Memorial Day. We need to be bumping a Pusha T diss record on Monday. We're recording this on We need to be bumping a Pusha T diss record by lunch. By the time the barbecue grill is turned off tomorrow, Pusha T better have a record out. By the time niggas is running out of propane, Pusha T better have. Push, you my man, yo. I push need you to show these cats what it is. And Push T is one of my top five spitters. You my man, Push. You gotta show him what it is. Don't go out like Meek Mill, Push. Oh my God, he gonna Meek Mill. You think he gonna Meek Mill himself? Oh no. Don't go out like Meek Mill, Push. Please, man. Oh man, yo. What else you got, Bug? What else you got? Cause you missed. Oh, something. that's it, bro. You missed something major. What I miss? You missed uh, Nicki Minaj and Eminem a confirmed dating. Man, I skipped that oh. shit. <laughs> you can't skip that <laughs> shit because that shit is real. You want to know why that shit is real? Have you noticed the quality of that artists shit. that Nicki Minaj has been slowly like moving up in the ranks from? Safari, <laughs> then she got to Meek Mill, her bars got a little better. Then she got to Nas, her bars got a little better. Now she with Eminem, her bars are about to be bananas. I had I, li- I literally have that one on the docket, but I was no, like, you got you got to nah, say that, and that's only what I'm saying. It, you know, Nicki Minaj is say, I mean, that's an ugly looking couple. It is, man. Eminem looks weird, weird. <laughs> and he looks even weirder now that he has like the beard. He looks even more weird. And then Nicki Minaj is just Nicki Minaj. She's just so bubbly and just not what you expect. Like, but yeah. It's really just more for the industry than anything. Just because of how weird they look. Yeah, like, I, this, there are a couple that I, I wouldn't be, you just never, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we never see them together. <laughs> um, no, we're gonna see them together, and we're all gonna, we're all gonna do the same thing. Like, what? It's gonna be like yeah. the Tony Braxton baby thing. It's like, they're gonna do a tour together. Yeah, it's gonna it's be, gonna be weird awkward. As fuck. Yeah. Tony Braxton and baby, that, but that don't even look as bad oh, as yeah. them two. Yeah, Tony Braxton the baby. That's 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 okay. That's. that's 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 Look at it, like baby, baby took out the gold teeth and everything. He got regular teeth in his mouth again. Like baby's trying to not be all refined and shit himself. Yeah, I mean, he probably gonna put some put some makeup on the tattoos on his face so that you can't see him. Yeah. Oh, for the show. Word up. Yeah, I mean, he's trying to look. He can make himself look regular. Yeah, it's, and then he won't look as bad being with Tony Braxton, but just M and Eminem and, and Nicki Minaj, this is not a good looking couple. No, it's an awkward, no, it's no. An awkward couple. Hey, yo, I see, I seen a meme, uh, a, a baby, and it was like in a in a picture, and was shown as the door as uh for the door of Milaje, and they said, why why baby trying to look like uh <laughs> like he the general of Dora Milaje, got the star tattoos. Oh like, my man. goodness, man. I do not. They say he the five star yeah. general of the Dora Milaje. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't like that couple. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, I don't know, Nikki. I don't know what you're doing, Nikki. I mean, she's trying to find her bars up, help man. her get her bars up. She's been gradually dating. Yo, her bars been up the most when she was with Safari. That's, 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 that's what she's trying Nikki. to get back to that. She's trying to get back to that and just broke up with Safari, bro. She ain't finding someone that's gonna put in the effort. 
Nah, man. You, need, you should never go with Safari, man. Oh, you almost feel like it's like, you established now, right? Right, your own boss. Yeah, she, she going. I could see them ending up back together. But she did, she did, uh, she did a uh, tweet or something that she, that she, uh, writes her own bars now. Now. She did tweet that. Now, or something now, that, like that. now that she got help from Nas. Oh, and oh no, 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 no. She, no, not, not like now. She said that she'll never, uh, get a ghostwriter. Some shit like that. I forgot what she tweeted. They could say a lot. That don't mean that's what they're going to do. Yeah, right. Integrity is. Integrity is Alright, so what we y- y'all know what we here for though, right? These bars. These oh, yeah. bars. We got the first and this first album for this uh good music resurgence. That should be all celebrations, but Drake came to steal the show. Pusha T dropped his third good music album. Daytona. Seven tracks. 21 minutes long which does qualify it for a Grammy off good music getting out our dreams slash Def Jam recording a division of UMG recording incorporated book man can you read us those album notes um it says back when he was still one half of clips Pusha T dazzled listeners of the Virginia Duo's mixtape series, we got it for cheap by annihilating popular beats of the day. The project's sole criticism was that the production was already so good it could carry anyone. Daytona, co-piloted by hip-hop production genius <laughs> Kanye West, <laughs> up in... <laughs> No, he's a genius. You're an asshole the way you laugh. Up in that conceit, with contemporary boom bap built from luscious soul samples that would swallow a lesser MC. With Pusha at the absolute top of his game, Daytona is somehow more than the sum of his parts. A fact the rapper acknowledges proudly on the games we play to all the young niggas I'm your ghost in Ray. This is my purple tape. I definitely have that um that lyric written down. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Alright, well, so now going into this album, you know how we do our reviews, man. Going into this album, Boog, what were you expecting going into this album? Um, I was expecting it being way too short. And it was. But it was good though. All right, that's what's because up. I, I already knew because I knew it was gonna be seven tracks, and I, I kind of, kind of uh, anticipated being underwhelmed. Okay. Um, but I didn't get underwhelmed. Like I, I, I kind of, I kind of got what, I kind of got what I wanted actually. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But uh, soul man, what, what, what you think, man? What, what were your feelings going into this album? I mean, it's been a minute since Pusha album. I was excited for that fire. That's, that's, that's basically it. Um, I didn't know anything about the track length or the song length or the runtime or nothing like that. So when I saw that it was seven tracks, I was like, oh, that's convenient. <laughs> yo, can, can I just say, yo, uh, man, go, going into this album, man, I just really, um, 
I was really prepared for anything because I said I don't know if they're gonna. I I just I was worried it was gonna be just a bunch of randomness with no type of theme or no type of concept. Just because it was only seven tracks, I'm like, what kind of what kind of form can you build in seven records? So I I had no clue what we were going in for, and then I looked at the album cover and I'm just like, oh, this is just like chaos and just depressing. That album cover is the. Uh, is the official uh, hotel photo from Whitney Houston's death? Yeah. With, uh, mm. Pusha T and Good yeah. Music, they paid eighty five thousand dollars to no, get. No, Kanye that. West paid eighty five thousand dollars for it. Oh, well, somebody, somebody paid you know eighty five thousand dollars to get the official photo, and yeah, so that that's like once I looked at that once I looked at the album cover I honestly I, I kind of second guess listening to this album I'm like I don't even know if I'm ready yeah it, I, I thought um, I thought I thought it was um dumb it, it, it so I don't get it you know I don't know I mean I'm pretty sure somebody can explain it to me but I don't get why this would be the direction of the art that you would choose for your album I think for shock value, I think for staying power, because these are the type of images that stay with you. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, no, I know, I know. Push is really, like, I know Push. Like his lyrics are drug infused. And I think I was gonna say, I think that that definitely has something to do with it. You know, he's you know, he's that's a the real, only thing I can think of. You know, he's a big coke rapper, and for for Whitney to die in the way that she did, you know, they kind yeah. of go hand in hand. You know, don't be the agent yeah. of your own destruction type of thing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but yo, let's get let's get into this, man. Yo, track number one. If you know, you know. Oh, you know, bro. I've been saying that all weekend. My kid is like, "What are you talking about?" Yo, I still haven't you, let him listen. You I haven't let, let him listen to, to it. Yo, you gotta let T Mac listen to this oh, song. Yeah. I'm, gonna him, I'm gonna let him listen to it, but he's been like, "Bro, what are you saying? Why you keep saying that? I can't stop saying it. It's so good." Okay. <laughs> Yeah, yo, I just, I love it. I love how he opened it up with the, with like almost like the freestyle, and then the beat comes in. Like what? Yeah. Is, what, is, what is he like? Like forty five seconds in, maybe a minute in, before the beat even drops, bruh. Mm-hmm. It, it's sick. It's, it's yeah. It's like forty seconds in before the beat comes in, and then just the beat on it is just like, it's insanity. And it's like, what is yeah, that man. sample? Oh my god! Yeah, really, right? Oh my that god! That weird guitar thing. Oh man! Well, whatever it is, I immediately knew it was going in my damn uh, <laughs> those playlists. <laughs> those playlists. <laughs> I was like, this is going in there, bro. There's no way possible. This ain't gonna make it in there. I like how he shouted out and uh, how he shouted out the Child Rebel Soldiers, which was uh, Lupe and Kanye's group. That they had um, a minute ago when they like when Lupe first came out. Oh yeah, yeah, I, li- I like that shit. Like he, he, I don't think the bars here were they weren't too crazy. Off that, I mean he had a couple mm. bars that were crazy, but like this, this track was really just like just, yo. I'm just saying, like you can't, uh, you can't miss. What he said, what he say, uh, where you, uh, he said, where was you and Big Meech brought the tigers in? He was like, cause I was. Uh, I was busy earning stripes like a tiger's skin. Mm-hmm. I had I had problems with that with that bar though. 
Because the stripes ain't on a tiger's skin, they on a tiger's fur. Yeah, but I'm gonna let. But if you shave them now, it's not on their fucking. It's not on their skin. It's really on their. <laughs> 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 like, I'm like, because it just stood out to me because it's a short record. And I'm just like, a tiger's skin? Like, nah, they stripes is only on their fur. So I was like, fuck it, it's pussy tea. You can get away with that. Yeah. No, I like um, I like um. Oh shit. Uh. A rapper turned trapper, trapper can't morph into us, but a, a trapper turned rapper can morph into pop. I like that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I like whole like you can't be a rapper and talk about the the drug game, and you can't turn into a drug lord if you're a rapper first. <laughs> and like basically telling all all the all the all the cats stop lying, bro. Stop lying. Yeah. Yeah. Stop lying. Just just. Just live your life, bro. B B B U. Yeah, word up, word up. Word so up. hold up, so hold up. Uh, sidebar real quick. So um, it's seventy one to sixty nine Cleveland. Um, I, I I expect. So Jason Tatum just dunked on LeBron like right in his face. You joking? And I, mm. I'm, I'm watching my phone because my brother's probably gonna call me. Like, I can't wait to. I'm like I'm pretty sure he's gonna call me any minute. <laughs> Just to be like, did you see that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yo, Cleveland has to, yo, Cleveland he has just to call, he just called me. Oh my god! <laughs> see, you know, <laughs> yo, this real quick. Funny, I ain't heard from I ain't heard from him. I ain't heard from him since the uh, since the Celtics last one. I'm just going to say Cleveland has to win. Because I think the Warriors, uh, not the Warriors. I think the uh, the Rockets are going to take their series. And if the Rockets take this series, LeBron can actually beat the Rockets. I think so too. I keep I keep saying that. They have no chance in hell against the Warriors. But they could beat the Rockets. I keep saying that. Yeah, and I'm gonna keep saying it because I need that to happen. Yeah. I need Bron Bron to get one more before he leaves Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. But let's get back focused. Let's get back focused. Alright. So um yeah. I like that song. That's that's literally um, probably, yeah, probably my favorite song on it. Um, oh, word? You all get a bird, nigga Oprah. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, with the first track is your favorite joint. I right, yo, let's keep it going, then, man. Yo, the games we play. Souls, man. You want to start us off with the, the games we play? I thought this was a this is another dope ass track of Kanye eight. This production, I don't know what that sample is. That little. That guitar joint, that shit was ill. Pushers definitely did his shit on that too. Got no quotables that I pulled from it. And definitely a dope listen. Oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, uh, so, uh, book man, what you got? What you got on this record? What you got on this one? Uh, <clears throat> to me, this seems like an old throwaway Jay Z song. That's what this beat felt like to me. I swear, this beat didn't make this beat didn't make four four four. Yeah, yeah, real talk. This beat didn't make because this should have. This is Jay Z. This is a Jay Z song. Yeah, that didn't make the album. Um, but so that's kind of how I felt about this one. Um, I still liked it. I still liked the the whole um the whole theme of the song. Why? Why? How he's talking about. Um, you know, success, and he's talking about uh, his, his wealth, and he's talking about 
a lot, 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 of, lot of his same drug themes. One of the things that uh, I like about Push is that he mixes in real life into his uh, his, his theme. Like, it's not just about drugs. I mean, yeah. you can definitely take it that way. It can definitely be taken that way, but you don't have to take it that way. If you if, you, if you're looking if you're looking for the underlying messages, they are there. I will His say message. I will say straight up, if all you hear not to cut you off, but if all you hear yeah. is the drug bars, then you're missing. Uh, you're missing the other like seventy percent of his music. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That means you're just really not listening. No, not listening at all. Um, on th- this is the song where he says to all my young niggas, I'm your ghost and your ray. This is my purple tape. Save up for rainy days. What do you guys think about him calling himself um, the modern day Ghostface Raekwon um, to uh, trap eternal rapper? I'm not mad at it. I think it's the truth. If he feels about it, about it, and now he rapping, then as long as he's, as long as he's living the truth, man. And not just, I don't for me, it's not just living the truth. I don't mind him saying it just for the fact that I know, let's say, if Ghostface or Raekwon have a problem with it, they could go bar for bar. All of them. All day, all day. Oh, like yeah. Pusha T, he, he won't have to back down, and he can give them bars to be like, "I called myself this, and this is why." And he could just start spit. Do, 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 do. He could just go in. Can we get that? Can we get that? I need like six minutes of heat. Just Ghostface, <laughs> Raekwon, and Pusha T, just bar for bar for like six minutes. Go. Oh man, that would be disgusting. Yeah. That would definitely be disgusting. Word up, word up. What are any other any other feedback on this record? Any other feedback for uh, the games we play? Track number two off Pusha T's third good music album, Daytona. Um, it's it's definitely it's definitely a good one. I can see why people like it. Um, I like it. Let me, let me say that right away. Um, but yeah, I just wish it wasn't so Jay Z to me. Yeah. <laughs> Word up, word up. I bet. Now let's get to the next track. Hard Piano featuring Rick Ross. Now this right here, this is my favorite record. This is quite possibly my favorite Pusha T song. Like, I don't know why. And I don't know what it is, yo. Just when Pusha T. FIFA? Yeah, you miss over FIFA? Bro, I don't know what it is about this record. It's just... This p- the piano beat playing, and then when when he said your bust down is bust down your your uh and your metals uh, and uh what so I'm fucking up your bust down is bust down and don't match the metal lower levels where you settle at. I'm the pot calling the kettle black. I'm the pot calling the kettle black where there's no brick pedals. Where there's no, it's just they break pedals at between God and where the devil's at. Basically, he's sending you from one place to another, quick. It's a fast life. Now, it's a fast (laughs) life out here. You better keep the Mm -hmm. fuck up. Had to double clutch and double back. How Scott, come on, bruh. Bruh. I love this record. I love this record. Go ahead on the uh, go ahead on the soul. Go ahead on it. Yeah, no, it's a, it's definitely one of the more more doper solid tracks conceptually on the uh, on the album. 
I thought Chilo on the hook was definitely super, super dope. Um, Ross always, always eats up all of his features. Like, oh, yeah, definitely super solid. He shouldn't be this good on, on, on features. Like, Rick Ross could make a career out of just doing features. Just, I mean, yeah. Rick Ross is a really solid MC. So, I mean, are you even surprised that he's a really good features? That's another one that pisses me off that cast sleep on, on Rick Ross. Like, he, like, Rick Ross is a great... He is a great... He has a... Like, his delivery is just so smooth. Yeah. That he can I mean, just I put, so many different beats. I wouldn't say Rick Ross is the best, but I don't expect... Like, if I hear a Rick Ross album, I expect it to be good. Because he's he's just a solid, you know, straight down the middle MC. Like, where you're like, okay, yeah. If, if he put out something terrible, you'd be like, how? Like, what was he doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel you. I feel you. That's it. That's it for this record. That's it for this record. Hard piano. Hold on. Hold on. So hard piano. So, um, um, he says on this one, he says the Warhols on my on my wall paint a war story. Um, I like that line. I'm gonna keep come back to it. But he said I had to find another way to invest because you rappers found every way to ruin Patek's. Um. The was it Philippe Patek or Patek Philippe? I forgot the name. It's a watch brand. The watch. Now everybody, yeah. yeah, it's the watch brand. Everybody's starting to wear. Yeah. And um. Don't you got a couple I of them? Feel them. You said what? I thought you had a couple of those. No, I don't got no Pateks. Oh my bad. I, I, I'm not really a watch person, man. Like oh, I like one one of, one of my boys is a watch. A watch he, he's like, why don't you get your watches? You one of them Swiss made watches. I'm like, I don't I don't really fuck with watches too much, bro. Like I'm more of a I'm more of a just, you know, technology type person. You know what I'm saying? I, I get an Apple Watch or some shit like that. And I'm perfect. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, he's uh, so he's talking about how all the rappers nowadays, you know, everybody, everybody got Philippe Patek or Patek Philippe. I forgot the name of it, but everybody got them watches. They're really expensive watches, and they probably handmade and all sorts of stuff like that. So yeah. Um, but he said the war halls in my wall paint a war story. Um, I thought that was dope because like, like he probably, so to me, I took that as, you know, he, he's grown his career from one point to another, you know, and I guess for every step he has a certain type of painting or a certain type of emblem that's on his wall. You know what I'm saying? And he can look at him in succession and be like, yo, I was here. This is where I'm at now. Like, he can see the the growth of where he came from to where he's at by just looking at his wall. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, And also, Hard Piano is the love entendre with, you know, uh, Keys. Keys and White. Come on, You know know he ain't letting that go. Come on. Ain't letting that, yeah. And and, and with with the piano stamp on the background. I just thought it was so hard. Word up. Yo, let's get to the next record with Come Back Baby. It starts off super hard. Soul Man, what you got on Come Back Baby? This is probably my favorite track on the album. There you go. I can totally see that. Super crazy. I love it. Fucking with a heavy. I feel like... Lyrically, this is probably Pusha's strongest one. 
on the tag, I feel like he's got a lot more shit on this one. And yo, that I could I could just bump that instrumental like all week and be perfectly fine. Like uh, he got one. What do you say? I think it's like right there in the first in the first verse. He's like a. They say, don't let money change you. That's how we know money ain't you. Yes. That shit. Nah, I feel you. That shit, that shit goes hard. I just like when he says, uh, we buy big boats, bitch, I'm Sinbad. Because that a lot of motherfuckers, <laughs> are, they, they, they automatically think Sinbad the comedian. Cats don't know about Sinbad. Sinbad. They, they, the pirate. Cats don't know about the pirate that was out here running these seas for a minute. Yeah. Shit, now, yo, I, I, I like this track. This track reminds me of uh, this track reminds me of no, like Numbers on the Board Part Two. Yeah, yeah. This is like a, a continuation of, uh, of that track. Like I said I, I like it. I like the beat. I like the flow. Like I said, a lot more lighthearted compared to I think the first um, the first three tracks. Yeah, this definitely is a lot more fun of a track. Yeah, this is a lot more animated type of record. Um. What you call it? But uh, book man, what you what you got on this record? What you got on? Um, so I like the first verse. Well, so this is so this is my second favorite track on the album. I like the first verse, um, because he's talking about. To me, it seems like he's talking about, um, how in the drug game, you know, you get to, you get to like, so you're a drug dealer, you're you know, you're dealing drugs, but at the same time. Um, people asking you for stuff, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's talking about like by the time the divorce over, he's talking about all the stuff he did for the hood, all the cars he bought, all the buildings he put. Like he said, he said let my pastor uh, let my pastor build out buildings, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And um, I thought it was I thought it was a uh, one of those um, just a cool little you know anecdotal. You know, uh, a verse about you know, kind of how it, how 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 it works, how people, how I guess how his life how his life was, how he saw it. You know, people people see like the bad part about it all the time, and yes, it's definitely terrible. I'm not going to condone it or anything, but you know, he's like, well, I did all this, and y'all still talking bad about me. That's kind of how I took it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. y'all came to me, y'all, y'all, y'all talk shit about me. But y'all still came to me. But y'all still came. No, that's kind of yeah. That, that kinda, that's kind of how I took it. Um, but yeah, so this is, I uh, I like that. Also like the part where he says, "If we go by connections made, I can still climb ladders when complexions fade." That was one of my favorite ones because cats uh seem to like can't um uh. What I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to get my words together. Like, seem to can't uh, kind of keep themselves as they rise up the ladder and make more money and things like that. You know, like you know, as as I go up the ladder, people get more money, and people stop looking like me. I can still make those connections. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I really like that. I like how he said that. Most people, mm-hmm. don't, most rappers don't really say that these days. I only hear that from Jay Z. I'm glad I hear from Usher. Now that's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's dope. All right, yo. But now let's uh, what's the point, man? We're gonna keep it trucking, man. Let's get right into the next track. Probably my second favorite track on the album, Centaria. Yeah. 
I just like the way he said that shit. Santeria. That shit sounds it's fucking devastating and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word up, word up. But man, uh, what's we call it, Big Man? What you got on this record? Man, so this one is kind of uh, this one's kind of deep. I heard him talk about this on the one hundred five one interview. He's talking said it's it's about you know, when his uh, road manager got murdered. Yeah. Um, and it was some real serious lines in this one, man. Like. <laughs> A real serious line. So one of the things he said that kind of it kind of he kind of says at the beginning when it comes back, he says they say death comes in threes. How appropriate, right? Mm-hmm. And then on a later and then later on in that same verse he says the three of y'all are too accessible. So basically, not like so when when I heard that death comes in threes, I was like yeah okay cool. So he's about to talk about how he lost his road manager and then other people died, but he's like nah. <laughs> All three of y'all that's involved in this about to get got. About to get got. And, and, that, and in that part when he's talking about the three guys, he's saying, he said, I just place orders and drop dollars, basically. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so he says, Rottweilers roam the ground. We're looking for you. The Glock hollers. The three of y'all too accessible. Seen all the wrong movies. No, seen all the wrong moves watching the Untouchables. We don't do vegetables. Niggas get flat line. <laughs> Welcome all beef. Then we heat them with flat irons. The, the, the we don't do vegetables thing. That was like that. was hilarious. <laughs> like, I like, we, we don't do vegetables, bro. Like we not even going like no paraplegics, no quadriplegics, bro. Like it's no, done. Like it's done. Come host nothing. <laughs> and that that was that was a real hard hard line. And it kind of shows, you know, the the cutthroatness out here in the streets. You know, like when yeah. you when you deal with cats that's that are street dudes, that's how they think. You know, they think like, hey, fam, like if you do me dirty, like I'm coming after you. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, you know, you know, sour us, you know, slander your name on social media. I'm coming after you. Yeah, word up, word up. I just like he says. Uh, Hey, what did you say? No jail bars can save, and I leave you like Malcolm with X Martin uh, Graves. Oh, right. that was so. So that was I, was. I I had I left that one. I was like, if nobody don't come back to that, I'll come back to that one. So appreciate you for saying that. Yeah. Oh my God, that bar right there. That's my favorite bar in this whole song. He's. I said, uh, uh, yeah. I'm up for ten Muslim, but I respect anything <laughs> when it comes for uh for uh Malcolm X. Yeah. Now, this is probably the most controversial track on this album. Track number six. What would Meek do? i tell you what Meek would do. He'd leave, he'd leave Drake the fuck alone. That's what, that's what Meek would do. <laughs> that's what makes this song so ironic. Like, what would Meek do? Not fuck with Drake. Pause for the cause. One second, one second. Uh, 40 seconds left in the game. Cleveland, 84. Boston, 74. Oh, game time. about to take them. Cleveland's about to take them. It's game over. time. It's a wrap. Georgia Hill is at the line, shooting two. They about to go by 12 or 11. Game time, bro. Can't, they, like, like, Reggie Miller ain't out there, bro. So it's over. Game is over. Yeah, this game is over. Cleveland, your LeBron, wait. Ninth straight finals he about to go to now? His ninth I think straight finals? I think, I think number eight. Oh, there's only eight? Oh, I thought this eight. was nine. Damn. Still. Still. Yo, that's that's insane. 
insane. And impressive that he done dragged this team. No Kevin Love, bro. Yeah, what happened? Uh, so, yo, Kevin Love is soft as wet tissue. Oh, man, he got call. This motherfucker's charming. He got a concussion, man. Let that man nah, rock. Nah, but he so always got funny. He always got Yo, Kevin Love, new My name is Charlie. <laughs> let, let Kevin Love rock. He got a concussion, man. Concussions are real. Yeah, okay. I'm a concussion. Let's work the next day. What the shit? My brother called me at like 1040. I, I probably won't hear from him until Cleveland lose again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to uh, what would Meek Mill do? Yeah, what would Meek Mill do? What do you think? Talking shit, push. How do you respond? See, I'm going out of order. All I give a fuck about Kanye's. How do you respond? (laughs) 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 I said, that's the level of petty that I love, man. He said, I just go scoop, scoop, scoop. And you know, Pusha T did not write that verse for Kanye. Nah, Kanye wrote that himself. Surprisingly, he wrote that himself. He said, "I'm," he said, "I'm too complex for complex calm." Oh my God! Come on, man. Everything Ye uh say calls a new debate. You see, oh man, you say I'm out of touch, man. He can't, he, and he can't relate. Hallways, hallways too long, uh, bitch too bad. Gotta surrogate his kid. Uh, gotta surrogate his kids. They got two dads. Like, come on, bro. Like Kanye was a swarm one with this verse. It was hilarious. It was. It was. Yeah. It was good. Like I cannot really wait. This track made me. I can't wait for Kanye's album. So <laughs> I can't wait for his album now, just because I can't wait to hear what this whoop scoop shit is about. I can't wait to hear the real verses that Pusha said. It's on. Oh, uh, on oh yeah, yo, the real yeah. voice that's on that <laughs> beat. Oh my god! I want to hear those now. I cannot wait because that beat is too good to waste. Going scoop, scoop the whoop. I need to hear the bars that's really on this re- on that record. No, the real bars is probably insane. Word up. And I hope I hope he does that. But but we. Pusha T confirmed that all the, all the albums that are coming out are only seven tracks. Yeah, everything's seven. Yeah. Everything is seven. I'm happy about Nas. Nas seven. That's, no, that's what on, pissed man. me off. I'm mad about What's that. Nas cannot. Damn. Only reason I'll take seven tracks. Yo, Nas better give me seven tracks, but they got to be like six minutes long each. <laughs> <laughs> and he got to flip beats at least two times on each record. Yeah, I need like two or three beat switches. Yeah, yeah I mean... What y'all got? What y'all got? What y'all got on this track? What would Meek do? Um, not my. This is probably my least favorite track on the album, but I do like the first verse. I like the concept of it. I like um, how do you, you know? He's talking about how do you respond? He kind of takes two sides of it. You know, um, the Tupac. He he he, he, start, he said he mentioned Tupac, but I don't really don't take it like that. I say he was talking about you know people. You know, talking about how they respond to the, to the fame, people taking pictures, talking about you, talking shit. Uh, do you respond by putting a middle finger up and keeping the bell money ready, or do you let the money do the talking? Word up. Um, I well, so I will let the silence do the talking. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a silent, you know, I'm a silent yeah, yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a silent assassin over here. Basically. So um, 
You let razzmatazz handle all your dirty work. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that that that's what I that I, so I like that I like that line. I like the the contrast between you know how you would handle things and you know if you put your middle fingers up, you better had a you better had a bell money ready. That's kind of what he's saying. Word up, <laughs> word up. Mm-hmm. Don't say fuck him. You better be ready. Ready. You better be ready. But now go go ahead, Soulman. What you got on this record? What you got on? Uh, what would Meek do? Featuring Kanye West, track number six, off of Pusha T's third Good Music album. Good tone. Yeah, I thought this beat was crazy. I thought Pusha's verse was crazy. I thought Ye was fucking hilarious. Super solid track. Now that see, I I, I, left, I left something on the table, hoping one of y'all will pick it up. Where he says, uh. Devil on the other shoulder, what would Meek do? Papa Willie, tell the judge to Akinelli. Y'all know what that means, right? You know what oh, he meant? Yeah. He said, tell the judge to put it in your mouth. <laughs> I love it. I only wish when he said that shit, when he says, tell the judge to Akinelli, that they played the sample. It's like, put it in your mouth. They should have did that. They should have did that. That shit would have been great. Kanye missed the gym. He missed that one. That went, oh, man, I would have definitely did that. So... So, uh, how I'm pretty sure, like, how did Pharrell take it that none of his beats are gonna make the album, and you know that Kanye was making an ex- well, executive decision on the to, Pusher on the Pusher interview. Not to cut you off, but I just know on the Pusher interview, Pusher said he he upset a lot of producers. I bet he did. He said there's a lot of motherfuckers that's mad out there right now. That he, you know what I mean, especially that Kanye said, "Oh, I could do all these kind of beats, and I could do them better." Right. It's like so. It really makes me want to hear what uh, what the original beats were. Yeah, yeah. What's Cause really because he's talking about Pharrell at yeah, one point. Yeah, Pharrell, like Kanye said, Pharrell ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like basically, basically. like you're talking about Pharrell, like one of the best producers of my lifetime. Yeah, one of the yeah, best producers in the modern age of hip hop. Yeah. What was our what's our era of hip hop considered? Is that considered the silver age or the or the bronze age? The golden yeah, age was the KRS ones and the Big Daddy Canes and the and the LLs and shit like that, right? Yeah, well, we would have to be a uh, we would have to be like uh, the silver age. Silver, I think that's yeah. where the Jay the Z's, the uh, Wu Tangs, the uh, Nas's. That's got to be the silver age. Yeah. So yeah, Pharrell was probably the uh, king of like that, the later end of the Silver Age. Early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s was all for, it was all for those who don't know. Before before the happy record with Despicable Me, yo, Pharrell with the Neptunes was everything. Go look up, go look at some of them old Jay-Z records. Go look up, every, go look up Clips Grinding. There you go. And you will yeah. that, hey. that is the Neptunes. That that shit was crazy. How the hell did you do that? Streets, huh? How the hell did you just do that? Well, my mother was quarter African. That's fucking amazing. Mouth. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> shit. It's easy. You just Bruh. Are you like? Are you like? Are you got like some sort of drum there that you beating on, or are you just doing that no. shit with your tongue? With my tongue, that's them. Dead ass serious. That's like some Guinness Guinness uh, World Records type shit. Like you need that's like whatever. You need to be on like Steve Harvey show. Yes, whatever. Something, man. That shit was amazing. Oh man, but I right, yo, man, let's keep going, man. Let's keep going. We get inside just let's get yo, we gotta finish this off with the track yeah. that sparked the track that made Duppy come to life. <laughs> Infrared. 
beat starts off real slow, real somber, real light. We don't know what's coming. The gang's fucked up, niggas beats was banging, niggas hooks did it. The lyric penning equal to Trump's winning. Oh, go ahead, bud. Go ahead, Donut. <laughs> oh. Uh, he goes straight for his neck. I love it, man. Remember when Will Smith won the first Grammy and they ain't even recognized Hove until Annie? That's my favorite part, first of all. Yeah, that part is crazy. <laughs> Hove like deserves to be recognized until Annie. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I know, I know, we ain't talking about Hove, but you know. Um, yeah. What do you say? Uh, it was written like Nas, but it came from Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He went straight for him. He went straight for him. First, first, first he of bars. Straight for his straight neck. Yeah, no, no time wasted. I believe in myself and the Coles and Kendricks. Let the sock puppets play in their roles and gimmicks. Ugh. Man. He said, oh, now it's okay to kill baby he niggas. Called him a sock crazy puppet, like- bro. <laughs> he called him a sock puppet. You, you realize that? Like, he, like... Like Drake is the puppet and he Quentin puppet, is the puppeteer, bro. He called him a muppet baby. <laughs> call him man, That's fucking crazy. <laughs> he called him Lamb Chop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we going there. Oh man, now it's like my favorite part on this record is when he uh he basically tells the truth. He said, "Oh, now it's okay because Rick Ross did it. It's like, oh, now it's okay to kill baby. Look, this niggas looked at me crazy like I really killed the baby." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, real talk. When he was talking shit about baby, everybody's looking at him crazy. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But then once, once um, once Rick Ross put out an entire record just talking about what the fuck is going on with their situation, it's okay. Now everybody coming out at baby. Everybody talking shit about baby. Yeah. I mean, so I really feel him on that. He said the when only he rappers... put it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I said, I said the way he put it on the uh, that one hundred five. One interview where he's saying that, you know, he trying like basically he trying to retire. He said he's looking at Wayne like shit. You still got a tour? Yeah, exactly. Like Wait. I was like, and, and I thought I was like, that's a that that's, that's really a insane. Good point. Wayne's been out since I was in high school. Like the block Wayne is dropped, hot. Block is hot. Nineteen ninety seven, I think Wayne Bro, came I out. Think he'd have been done. He's been he's been selling records for a long time. He has a lot of records sold to still yeah. need to. So I I I, I I thought about it. I mean, I already always um, knew that probably you know Wayne probably got cheated and he he needed to get paid if Baby ain't pay him. But that line that when he said that on that interview put it in perspective for me a lot. Word up, word. I'm telling you, bro, it's 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 crazy. Like I said, it's crazy. Like when you really look at a lot of these artists that still require themselves to um like to break even they still have to tour not just a little bit like it's too many artists that that still i think that still need to live off touring that 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 should be able to just be sitting back chilling i think that's where the real money lies because a lot of the money from the record sales goes right back into the into the record label and stuff we feel yeah. a lot. It's, we, we look at older artists. It's like y'all ain't never wise up enough to to fix y'all deals, to fix y'all contracts. 
they were probably so far into it by the time they realized it. Like, they done put out their magnum opus and shit. And... Yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, no, that, 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 that's how it works, man. They, you know, ain't nobody... And, and plus, nowadays, um, you know, art, it should be it's just changed so much. Yeah. You know, they don't got to do that shit no more. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But, all right, but yo, man, all right, yo, so that's Pusha T's album third studio album off of good music daytona seven tracks we got 20 minutes now we're gonna do what we do best we're gonna rate the album this remember guys oh this is the first album of the good music series this is the resurgence of good music push it to what he did out of five stars so, what you give him push it to? Me? Um, I'm giving him a four. There was only one track that I wasn't too fond of, and it wasn't even like, because of anything crazy. I'm giving him a four or five. That's what's up. That's what's up. Solid album. Easy listen. A couple of them is probably going to go into my uh, no skip. I don't even know if I want to go over the bug. I don't know if I'm going to <laughs> uh, what's the worst he could do? I'm talking about bug here. Yeah. <laughs> you talking about bug here? True. Break it down, bug. Bug man. Real talk, though, what you rating this album? Go ahead. Uh, I'm rating. I'm, I'm doing the same thing. Soul do, man. I'm giving it a four. Push is my man. This is um, and I try not to be real biased on this, just because Push is my man. Um, this album. Um, you know, seven tracks, literally one skip for me, and that's that's uh, the Meek Mill song. That's the only song oh that God, I would. Too. That's only that's the only that's the only song I would skip. And not because and, you know, not because of that, not because of that. I, the cohesiveness of that song is not really my cup of tea. Kanye actually spit a decent verse on there, so you know, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, his verse was snagging. So I was I wasn't mad. I was, so like the content of it is good. I just um just not my favorite song, but um okay. every other song is you know is, oh, is, yeah. That, yeah I love it <laughs> so I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna give it a four. I bet I right, so I guess I'm the one who got a bad cleanup and I'm the one who got to save the day <laughs> and I'm giving Pusha T's album out of five stars. Now I'm actually I'm actually giving it a four point five. All right. Yeah. I think it's a great record. I think um. Two more tracks of this quality, and now they made it a perfect album. I think so too, man. Like I think he, I think if he would have, I think if he would have did this same album and gave us nine or ten tracks, yeah. I think this would have been a five. perfect album. Yeah, like this, this, this I, I see nothing wrong with this album. I think he gave us, even with the break he took, like lightening it up a little bit on that comeback baby, which, um, but then he goes right back into those darker type of records, those real intense type of records, um. I say I'm gonna give him. I give him a four point five. I think he uh he constructed. For me, it was seven tracks. I talked about it with Soul. He brought it up to me too, and it's really what brought it. It was seven tracks. It was only twenty one minutes long, but it doesn't feel like twenty one minutes. Yeah, no, 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 I feel like I'm listening to it a lot longer than what it's actually playing. It feels long. Yeah, yeah. it's because yeah. it's constructed really, really well. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. The transition, it's a range, perfect. 
it's all it's all really well put together. And I see why Kanye probably said, "Yo, let me do these beats over again, so that we could get that perfect production." Yeah, it's, it's a very fluid album. One just runs right into the other, but in the right way, where you can still hear very like you can tell one track from the other. Like I think that was the biggest problem with, let's say, uh, what was it, uh, the Life of Pablo. Yeah, yeah, you can one tell track where one ran ended right and into the other, yeah, and you never knew where one ended and where the new track began. So, but with this album, it's like one track ends, the next track starts, but they still flow so smooth. Mm-hmm. And like I said, nah, man, I, I enjoyed it, man. Four point five out of five, man. Pusha T, Daytona. We gave it two fours and a four point five out of five. Let us know what y'all think. Y'all can hit us up. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. Y'all can go on Facebook to the group, man. We got a group out there, the I do it for hip hop podcast on Facebook. We got the I do it for hip hop underscore podcast on Instagram. You can go on SoundCloud. You can leave a comment. You can find us on uh, Apple Podcasts. You know what I mean? I do it for hip hop podcast on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five star review. Leave us a comment. Yeah, I mean, and you can find you can find me on Twitter, gr number eight underscore p h a r a o h. Bug man, why don't you tell them where they can find you at? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Mister Can I Live? That's M R C A N I L I V E. And watch out for his security, cause Razzmatazz is a big ass motherfucker. Kicking ass. He kicks ass and he takes names. Work so man, tell them where they can find you at. Oh, uh, y'all can find me across all social media networks and platforms as uh, S O L underscore I N V I C T U S one seven and so underscore Invictus seventeen. Come holla at me. That's what it is. That's what it is. Y'all know what it is, man. This is the I Do It for Hip Hop podcast. And always remember that, yo, if the radio is where hip hop lives, then the I Do It for Hip Hop podcast is going to be wherever hip hop is. I am Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. Yo, I'm Boog, and I do it for hip hop. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip hop. The, 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 the concept, the concept. The concept.